yesterday, uh, some unfortunate news in the world of wrestling. Uh, Ring of Honor uh, released a statement uh, that said, throughout the pandemic, our top priority was to keep everyone healthy and safe. And despite not producing any live events over 18 months, we were able to keep everyone fully contracted. We now find ourselves at a time where we need to make changes to our business operations and are planning a pivot for Ring of Honor with a new mission and strategy. This year will culminate with a final battle in December, and we will be taking the first quarter of 2022 to work internally to reimagine ROH. ROH has the most dedicated fans in the industry, and we appreciate their loyalty and patience as we reconceptualize ROH. We anticipate returning to live events in April for the Supercard of Honor with a new fan-focused product and provide a unique experience for wrestling fans. Um, This, I mean... I I was kind of caught completely off guard by this news. I, I didn't um, hear any rumblings of of Ring of Honor being in being in any trouble. And and, and from what um, from from really kind of the news and the, the the reaction to it, I don't think a lot of people were aware of it either. But um, you know the the some of the the news from uh, you know some of the the, the various sources. Um, last night is that, that coming at the end of the year, all talent or contracted talent, um, contracts will be, will be released from, from contract and, uh, superstar wrestlers are able to work anywhere, uh, starting immediately. Um, so it, it, it really, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how or, or, or what ring of honor can do to, to recover from this. I mean, it, it would the wrestling world would, I think, suck a bit <laughs> if if Ring of Honor is is no more. But Tim, I know this this news uh, probably hits you hardest the most out of out of the four of us here. Um, you know, you've what been a Ring of Honor fan pretty much since the beginning. Yeah, I mean, and unfortunately, I've fallen out of the love for Ring of Honor, not because of anything like they did. It's just. Ring of Honor at a real at a time for me was what AEW is for a lot of fans today. It was that new different wrestling that had a lot of burgeoning stars that um I was seeing for the first time. I mean because of because of Ring of Honor I was able to follow like the beginnings of a Samoa Joe and a CM Punk and a Colt Cabana and like Jimmy Jacobs, Jimmy Rave um Alex Shelley, uh Austin Aries, Roderick Strong, like seeing all those guys, even even other names like Christopher Daniels and Loki and Homicide and the American Dragon Brian Danielson and Nigel McGuinness, who people don't people nowadays only see him as like a ring announcer for the NXT UK brand, but that that was a bad dude. Um, and even like going beyond that and like the, I don't want to say the newer crop of ROH stars, but like, like that second wave of big talent for ring of honor that was like Tyler black and Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards. And, um, that was nutty. And then like Chris hero, Claudio Castagnoli, um, 
absolutely insane the the talent that had come through the doors of ring of honor um so hearing the news that there's a possibility that like ring of honor is no more i mean listening to the press release it does sound like that there's going to be like a a reimagining of ring of honor i don't know what that means if you're letting go of all of your contracted talent roh 2.0 <laughs> I mean, there's there's a very hilarious meme photo of the Ring of Honor logo with this color splash on the background. Um, fun piece of Ring of Honor history. It recently came out, I think the last day or two, that the original Ring of Honor logo was designed and created by a 15-year-old Joaquin Wilde. Huh. DJ Z... Zima Ion no created the first ever Ring of Honor logo as a as a contest winner. Wow. Yeah, and he he actually recently came out on social media and mentioned that like, yep, uh Paint Shop Pro or Paint Shop Pro 6 and Dark Crystal font and that's what what, what it was for the Ring it. of Honor I'll logo. Be damned. Yeah, so I mean that would have um, been what? That would have been like Rob's Ring of Honor, right? Yeah, the original, the original O2 Ring of Honor. Um, and so it's like they're mentioning there's a re-imaging and a reimagining of Ring of Honor, but like seeing and hearing like all the contracted, t- like, so I think all of the contracted talent is officially released from their contracts. And if you had a contract that extended out through the year, it was good until March. Okay. Something along those lines. And I know that everyone, I think everyone is, a, most everyone is available to be like reached out to for contract, which we're a conversation to be had. Like we're talking about Ryback. And like, does Ryback sign with AEW? I think Tony Khan's now got a list of like insert co- insert 10, Cody Jeff. Ten more people, right. like now. Like I saw, I saw were, a, I saw a, a fake tweet earlier. Somebody said like, you know, Meltzer reporting that uh, like Roosh and Grisham and uh, I forget who all Dan Housen and the Briscoes have, have all signed with with AEW. Um, yeah, and that's not that's not the case. Now, I, I suspect, I suspect there's going to be a great number of them that do go to AEW. I think there's a solid number that go to Impact. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a one or two off that go to WWE. I was going to say, is is there is there? Do you think there's anybody that that does go to WWE because? You know, with the rebranding of NXT, it's 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 kind of more along the lines of um, your performance center talent. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, there may be some that that end up signing for a class with the performance center and, and, and start that group. But I mean, is, is there is there anybody that's you know main roster signees at this point? There's two people I can think of that are on the Ring of Honor roster right now that I think could fit into current day WWE. One is Brody King. Okay. Big, thick boy, alternate look, mm-hmm. um, tattooed up, but he's like a big Haas looking guy. I think he's got a WWE so what look. What they had with Aleister Black. 
but like if Alistair Black ate Alistair Black. <laughs> yeah, bigger boy. Okay, okay. Bigger boy than him. Right. And, and then the other is Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle has WWE charisma. Sure does. Written all over him. And if WWE like embraces the party peacock and the ambiguous nature of said Dalton Castle, um, I think that that could benefit greatly in any brand that he's on. But I also suspect that like those two guys are going to be on the radar for AEW. I mean, Brody King was a part of that PWG group. Mm, yeah. at the very end and dalton castle um in a different life was uh very connected to a lot of the chikara guys that are in uh aew today um there's a guy that looks an awfully lot alike to dalton castle by the name of smooth sailing ashley remington Okay. That uh, was that worked very closely with a certain AEW official. <laughs> um, so there's uh, there's 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 definitely connectivity there. But again, at the end of the day, Tony Khan makes all the decisions sure. now, and he's not going to make a decision that's not going to be smart for him. Sure. Um, what would be smart is to get the like surefire guys like jonathan gresham yeah you gotta get gresham uh, yeah i you mean you gotta get jay lethal like yeah you gotta go get them like the wwe just wouldn't know what to do with them no like jonathan, gresham like, is is a, an absolute workhorse and could tear up raw smackdown nxt 205 whatever show you right. want to put him on and and then though but but, but i just also, don't think he would know the WWE would know how what to do with him no. vince they knows wouldn't vince no vince mcmahon knows exactly what to do with jonathan gresham put him right with fucking kofi kingston and, and no. xavier woods that's exactly what would happen no i have worse. no faith in him worse hurt business vince mcmahon has wanted for 10 years a mighty mouse character oh, oh no he is going to see jonathan gresham and immediately see that he's like five five it's like right, gresham's very, not very tall he is it not turns me on at all like he is very short and short king would literally go and vince would be like you're mighty mouse and jonathan gresham would be like give me my octopus mask i'm out of here yeah fuck i'm, I'm leaving <laughs> Like, I'm gone. Fuck this shit, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. But then there's other guys, too, that were, like, recently under contract, like Tony Deppen, Dan Housen. Dan Housen's another guy. He's a big, big character worker, but, like, and huge cult following. All signs are pointing to Dan Housen going to AEW. I mean, he was on the Jericho cruise. I mean, it's... It's... Because... It's almost, like... Right. The worst kept secret next. Yeah, I mean, do do I think a character like his could work in the WWE absolutely but I don't I just don't think they would let Danhausen be Danhausen and that's the problem what's the last funny character they had on the WWE that was like Antino. an actual that's been a long time yeah that's a good point I mean, it's been a bit maybe yeah. hornswoggle that's, that's no that's bit. not much more recent 
Um, the only name I could think that would go to the WWE and would fit in is Dak Draper. The guy's six five, oh, tall yeah, and the, lanky, and mile, I feel like the mile high. Yep, yep. I feel like Vince guy. McMahon would be like that guy gets my juices going. But and unfortunately, there's not much more that tall. How do you not bring in the Briscoes? Like, how would you pass on the Briscoes? So there's, unfortunately, for the Briscoes, there's a lot of yep negativity outside of the ring yeah that companies wouldn't want to pr control um and there's a reason why they go to gcw <laughs> right i was just about to say there's a reason where why they fit in yeah also too is like um i still think they're i still think they're chicken farmers and i still think that that's their full-time job I think they landscape. Do they? I actually think it's landscaping, yeah. Lou says Josh Woods would give Vince the wood. <laughs> Josh could be a big boy. Yeah, he's a but big Josh boy. Josh Woods is also like completely changed recently. Like he's not like the same guy. But yeah, you're not you're not putting the Briscoes on, on Raw or SmackDown or even NXT. Like, let me go to the Ring of Honor, ROHwrestling.com. Um I unfortunately think this and again we've been around wrestling enough that i read that and dead this is the death of ring of honor dead this is it uh yeah i mean i don't know what you you, like tim you you said you sent that to us right or no i sent it to you guys queue up taps like they're done it's over they're not coming back they can rebrand all they want ring of honor's done joe hendry Matt Taven. But I feel bad for like, there's a couple of people who I really feel bad for, like Trisha Dora. And I think Willow Nightingale might have just signed a deal with Ring of Honor. Just, I think. Just signed. And like, um, I mean, most of their women's roster, they just brought that back. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. just, like literally Roxy. just, right. Yeah. Max was rest. I mean, th- there's a ton Maxine of names Paler, there. Yeah. So it's it's very very uh, unfortunate to like say the least. But um, right, I mean, now, yeah. Go ahead. I like we we like Ryan said. Like we've seen this game with with indie companies, and I and I'm and I'm not I'm not putting ring of honor at, at an indie company but like it's how do you recover from this and if you're if you're a worker um are you going to be willing to go sign there in 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 march or april are you are you going to go yeah i'm going to go i'm going to go do this when at any moment that rug could be pulled back out from under you and and I, we've had this discussion i think a little bit on this show and i know i've had this discussion like with charlie and and, and some other people off air is like Ring of Honor could have been kind of what what AEW is. Like th- there was always that potential there, and that money was always there. But I think the big difference is with with Sinclair and 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 Ring of Honor is they knew they couldn't they could never really compete. 
Like you're you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna put the WWE out the pasture. So like the you know, I, like maybe Sinclair's thought is like why am I gonna why are we going to invest all of this into this brand when it's probably not gonna yield the big result? Whereas like you know it, Tony Khan like we the, the joke has been like you know oh it's a billionaire's vanity project but the the, the what they're doing is like. He's literally just doing whatever the hell he wants because he, he like they like they don't it doesn't matter if it succeeded or failed. Like it, it was it, it like it wasn't going to matter to them and it's obviously succeeding big time. Like But it I mean it's really succeeding on the back of Ring of Honor. All in was a Ring of Honor show that was like Cody and the Bucks in Ring of Honor. I've seen I've seen, Ring of Honor sold out or, or was close to selling out MSG right around Ring of Honor had momentum and just so, did nothing with it. Like so I, I it, saw, I saw this tweet and, and Devin, thank you for, for sending it to me, but I saw it yesterday. And like, to me, it's, it's like, it's such, I think this is such a bad take, but what, what do you guys think about this? A guy tweeted. So ROH is gone. MLW did 40,000 on cable with its best match. Impact lost two-thirds of his audience in less than a year. What's the NWA doing? The cynic in me was right all along. AEW wasn't competition for WWE. It killed smaller promotions. And part of him is right. I say he's half right. I like, guess. he's right, but not by, like, he's missing a part of the equation that is missed. Like he's missing a part of the equation that is it's massive, and that AEW found a way to continue to run shows during the pandemic and continue to put on a TV product. ROH and MLW and Impact and who else did he say in um, NWA? NWA, like, like everybody that wasn't WWE. Pretty much anybody that wasn't AEW or WWE didn't run during the pandemic for the most part, and then like ROH did in the bubble, but there was no fans and no like they, there was no income. Um, and there can't be much income there because you're airing on your network and the commercials are already bought, and half of them are small time commercials that aren't paying a ton of money either on your Sinclair channel. It's it's like seven year old commercials with Jay Lethal talking about mesothelioma or something. <laughs> You're not, that's exactly what it is. Exactly. Like somebody's like, been watching Ring of Honor lately. I mean, yeah, like And late at night as well. Now yeah. And and on multiple time slots on multiple channels too. Like because my network TV is huge, but in certain networks, the show comes on twice. Right. Yeah. Jim, what 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 is your issue with that tweet? Because I feel like that tweet is spot on because that's exactly what the WWE had to do to get to where they were. The WWE killed all these small promotions and territories. Oh, I just to I just... become the biggest player. AEW's doing the same thing to be the challenge to the WWE. You have to. That's how you get to that level. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I, I think my issue with the tweet is is I don't necessarily think it's it's totally true. And I, I think we're you know, and 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 Tim made a great point about how AW kept running. Is like, I, I like I don't. 
I don't think the goal of, of, of like or the goal or whatever of AEW and and cuz we're probably not going to have time to like cover it as a whole topic so we can kind of loop it in this with this one is like the AEW Impact um partnership coming to an end like like I like I think part of the goal or at least some of the goal maybe with 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 AEW is to elevate everybody else that that wasn't the WWE but but like maybe like ha- have they just now in the last, you know, six months or so, or post, like the Wednesday Night Wars or whatever you want to call them, it, or is their focus now really just to take aim at 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 the big at the big company? Like, did they, did 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 their like quote unquote mission statement change along the way? Because I don't necessarily how much how much did Impact actually benefit from the Impact AEW? They, they had a couple. Like their their pay per view buys for a couple of shows were up. Because Besides Kenny Omega that, was there, that right? Was because AEW right. fans tuned in to see their guys on the show. I don't think it did anything elsewhere, and made Matt watch. <laughs> I think WWE shooting themselves in the foot for the twelfth time was the reason why Matt went to watch Impact. Uh, could be, <laughs> and not so much I like really Impact. Good. Like it wasn't that Impact did anything to gain his viewership. It was more. WWE did a great job in losing viewership. Isn't that isn't that the real reason why AEW is flourishing though right now? Has <laughs> AEW a, done a ton to like really get there, or are you just fucking tired of the WWE? See, I it's think... a bit of both, more so with AEW than with Impact. Certainly, okay. Yeah, I mean, like you you bring in CM Punk. I mean, that's going to get people. Yeah, they're they're willing to okay. make splashes, whereas Impact is just kind of like. The only thing the uh, AEW you don't want anyone AEW send them my way. To me, the only the only people that benefited you don't got any Christians over there. <laughs> the only people that benefited from from the AEW Impact partnership was the Good Brothers because they just got to go hang out with their buddies and get drunk on Wednesdays instead of just Thursdays. <laughs> oh, sorry, drunk on TV on Wednesdays right. instead of Thursdays. I think the real story here is Impact Wrestling outlasts another one. <laughs> I saw a great tweet earlier. It said the year is 20, 21, 55, and the last wrestling company in the world is Impact Wrestling. <laughs> um, it's, an, it's an excellent question to ask, too. So in, ROH buys Ring of Honor, or uh, Sinclair Broadcasting purchases Ring of Honor in 2012. When did Impact go on sale? Were they available for sale around the same time? Like, what if, what if Sinclair (sighs) Broadcasting makes a play for Impact instead of Ring of Honor? Hmm. Who who was owning Impact at the time? Was that Jarrett? Twenty twelve. That might have been Panda. Okay, because I don't think Jarrett would have sold to Sinclair. Because ultimately, I don't think Sinclair wants professional wrestling. They want the content, but I don't think they get right. Which it, which was wrestling. which has been my point with 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 like Charlie the whole time is is Sinclair was only going to invest so much into pro wrestling. So right. Panda Panda held the company until 2016. Okay, and then it went to Anthem Sports and Entertainment. Was Panda Dixie Carter's? Panda was Dixie. Everybody Carter's. knows okay. Dixie Carter. <laughs> Every um. But, go to Malaysia. <laughs> um, but like, I, I I also saw a great tweet in, in talking about companies 
not necessarily like Impact because I think what they came around around similar times. That Ring of Honor was a little before TNA, right? Yeah, by a couple months. But like AEW, NXT, even like a lot of the changes like the WWE made in 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 their brand with transitioning from bigger guys to smaller guys like you have you have ring of honor to thank for a lot of a lot of you know what what we know as wrestling today big time wrestling today um you know so you know unfortunately it it really does look like it's it's kind of near the end um or or at the end i guess um but you know it it's it, it's a bummer because that's a company that really you know made its mark um on the uh on the industry uh, let's see here devin says i think aew took a lot of big name talent from ring of honor not helping the pandemic that got us to this point yeah like go back like go back to you know when you had like the 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 super card show at msg the the, the ring of honor new japan and then and then you you had uh all out and then from there it was just like this hard turn to to aew and and it, like that signified a big change in ring of honor and i i don't think they ever fully recovered from that like i like i think that was that was the first big sign of change like if you if you if you look at ring of honor and i feel like ever since then there's been constant re- reshuffling of the deck um you've had you know a, a women's championship come and go and come back with a controversies there like it, it's just been it has been a rough couple of years for ring of honor so if they do come back and they do survive this and and, and we end up being kind of wrong that we're you know kind of putting them in the ground so to speak um then then good on them for recovering but i just have a hard time yet yeah, tim so the, another part of the story that we're that we're missing and not even really missing, but we haven't talked about yet, is so um, Sports Illustrated came out with an article. Um, I think it was today or yesterday. Let me let me double check the dateline. Uh, six hours ago today. Okay. Uh, headline: Chronic mismanagement spelled the demise of Ring of Honor as we know it. Um, and they they outlined the Zoom call that took place where any superstar who is under contract from now until March 31st, 2022 is being bought out of their contract. And if their contract went past that date, that there would be negotiations on how to get them out of the deal. Okay. Um, but what the article is breaking is that the Ring of Honor tape library from 2012 to today has been on sale for a year wow whoa and uh, is apparently going is going for above market price now here's what's funny guess what's included in that tape library and we've mentioned the event multiple times the show at msg no all in all in AEW owns the name all in, but they don't have the footage. Oh my god. ROH how is how is WWE footage. not by <laughs> So apparently there's been conversations and, and apparently ROH just wants too much for that tape library. 
If Nick Khan didn't work for WWE, that library would have been bought. <laughs> like Nick Khan's looking at Vince going, nope, we're not paying that. We're not paying it. <laughs> but uh, damn, pal. Come on. I want it. I want it. And Nick just sitting in the corner. I mean, and also not to be... 2012 to today's Ring of Honor probably isn't the best Ring of Honor years either. Which is exactly why the, pe- the I mean, people are saying it's going above correct what it's worth. The formative years of all the names in the WWE were all pre-2012. And I think Rob probably still owns all of them. Well, yeah. Well, no, I... they probably went to... Um... Or... Um... Gabe Sapolsky. Gabe Gabe. WWN or whatever it's called. Or it could even be... Um, High Spots might own it. No. Um, Carrie Silken. Oh. Okay. That could be. It could even be Carrie, who is like the the own, who was the original owner. He might own that original tape library. So he, Final Battle 2012. Um, I don't know for sure if this was the first... Um, do we happen to have a date of when... When when did Sinclair buy ROH? May twenty first, twenty twenty one. So I want to go to the first show that was our first major event under. So that was about five that, months ago. You said right? August or May twenty or twenty twelve. Sorry. Oh, okay. May 21st, 2011. Wait, 2011? Sheesh. I gotta go back even farther than that. Sheesh. Sheesh. That's what uh, the kids say, right? I know, but you gotta point to your... You gotta point, yeah. The, the, the... Like, I'm injecting myself with something. I'm injecting myself with a heaping helping of sheesh. Um, so, best in the world, 2011. This was the roster that that Sinclair inherited um, the first major pay-per-view. It was in a dark match, Generation Me of Jeremy and Max Buck taking on the team of Adam Cole and Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa with Prince Nana Tomato and Ernesto Osiris defeating Colt Cabana. Jay Lethal defeated Mike Bennett with Brutal Bob Evans. Homicide defeated Rhino. Michael Elgin with Truth Martini defeated Steve Carino with Jimmy Jacobs. El Generico defeated Christopher Daniels. Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas defeated the Briscoe Brothers. Rhett Titus and Kenny King, the All Night Express, and the Kings of Wrestling, Chris Hero and Claudio Castagnoli, in a four-way elimination match for the tag titles. And in the main event, it was Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards for the Ring of Honor world title. That's what they started with. That's a fucking card yeah, that's a pretty card. solid card holy man. hell jeez and now look at that roster just here again the dark match for that was, was what the young bucks versus adam cole and kyle o'reilly Unreal. i have no idea who that is <laughs> like the worst match on this card might have Unreal. been homicide and rhino or michael elgin and steve carino 2012 homicide though yeah, 2012 Homicide was a ton of fun. Right. And, like, the next pay-per-view is even nuttier. 
like it's like a Snickers bar, right? <laughs> like it's Tommaso Ciampa and Rhino versus Homicide, Tomato Chips, Shelton Benjamin and Mike Bennett, the Young Bucks defeating Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole and the Bravado Brothers. <laughs> Uh, El Generico and Jimmy Jacobs, Charlie Haas and Michael Elgin, Eddie Edwards, Roderick Strong, and then the All Night Express versus the Briscoes in a ladder war. In a ladder yeah. war, like how is that? Like how's nobody uh, assumed that match? And 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 bro, like that just sounds like fun. Whether it's just mm-hmm. a ladder match or not, it's a ladder war. And again, here's the deal: I think the WWE always just played nice with Ring of Honor. Hey, can we use this in our video? Ring of Honor says, yep. WBD says, here's a couple thousand dollars, and everybody's happy. Sure. You know, AEW owns that. You lose that in any. And again, I don't know. You're never going to use a generico in in a Sami Zayn if they're the same person. Are you? Um, What do you you get? You never referred to Cesaro as Claudio. Like, I I know that. We know that. We talk about wrestling. Like, if. if, It's not really important, though, to the people that the WWE is selling their product. If to. Cesaro got like the recognition and, and the accolades that he deserves in WWE, then I think that tape, then the, the you know, those years are more valuable to you, but, but he won't. Right. It, th- that's my point is, is why, you know, why right. now? I feel like the two, the two competing teams for this is WWE and AEW. Sure. And it's literally just whether or not, um, like WWE has some of the roster there now. I mean, looking at these cards, like Champa, Generico, Tomato Chips, Kevin Owens, Kyle O'Reilly, Cedric Alexander, <laughs> Roderick Strong, Shelton Benjamin. Like those guys are. Those guys are on the roster. Lou says a lot of people on Reddit say HDNet owns the pre-2012 library. Hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, And HDNet is Axis. And Axis is the home of Impact. Impact. Hmm. Um, (laughs) But it's, it's, you know, it's going to be interesting to see... um, as this plays out through the remainder of the year, I mean, my, you know, it it sucks for the talent, the talent who um, has has signed over the last year or so, the, the talent that has been there for a long time. Um, unfortunately, for the you know for the talent that that has only signed in the last year or so, um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with with going back to being, you know, indie wrestlers, but you know, that, that's kind of where where you're going to be at right now. You know, the the, the when there's not a bigger place to to, to work, um, you know, there it's it's it sucks when there's one less place to work, you know. So mm-hmm. that that's that's the shitty part. That's the really shitty can, part. Can ROH come back if they rebrand and reimagine? And and we've seen independent companies be very successful with things like GCW and what they do. Can ROH come back and be an alternative? Sure successful indie promotion and again it's hard to even call them indie because they'd still be backed by yeah, i was gonna say like it's it's that hard still have but they could be successful it's to me it's 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 all a matter there there has no, there no has to be there has to be some something that's going to signify stability i think for for people to really buy into it why are you going to buy back into a product that could go away again 
just that quick. There has to be some sort of commitment, you know, stability to it that wrestlers and fans alike, I think, are going to want to go back to. But it could absolutely be successful. All I know is Adam is pissed. 